0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are simply that, opinions. All are presumed innocent until proven otherwise in a court of law. Sensitive topics are discussed. Discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Vinny Politan and welcome to the Court TV podcast. This week we have an audio edition of the Court TV original series, Judgment with Ashley Banfield. A deep dive into the biggest cases in the court TV vault. And this week's case is one of the most infamous Florida versus Casey Anthony, a woman charged with the murder of her two year old daughter, little Kaylee Marie, where the only thing more shocking than the testimony was the jury's verdict. Featuring interviews with presiding judge Elvin Perry, former state's attorney John Tanner, and Anthony's death penalty attorney Ann Finell. This is Judgment of Casey Anthony. This is the Court TV Podcast.
1: 911, what's your emergency? I found out my granddaughter has been sick and she has been missing for a month. Her mother finally admitted that she's been missed, so I need to find her. There's something wrong. I found my daughter's car today, and it smells like there's been a dead body in the damn car. Okay, what is the three-year-old's name? Kaylee, C-A-Y-L-E-E, Anthony.
2: More than a decade after the O.J. Simpson murder trial captivated people around the world, another murder case made its way onto our TV screens, and another name became infamous. In 2008, a missing toddler from a quiet Orlando suburb became the focus of international news. Her mother's name was Casey Anthony, and her trial for the little girl's death would grip the nation.
3: The Anthony family was a really typical looking family. It was a cop, a nurse, their two children, and then the daughter had a baby. None of that is out of the ordinary. At the center of this case, we had a beautiful little girl and she was missing and it was a mystery and we didn't know why, but what we did know was that mom was out partying while the
4: baby was missing. It's not a month that does not go by in my life that I don't have someone stop me on the street. And somewhere during that conversation, they asked, I wonder what really happened to Kelly?
5: Time a, a young mom is charged with killing her children. It makes the headlines because that is such an aberration, is such a deviation from what young mothers are.
1: Casey, you don't realize that a whole United States is looking for our Kaylee. Um, can you look up a little bit more? Raise your eyes up a little bit. There you I go. So actually... now look straight up so I can look into your eyes, darling. Thank you.
6: She did appear normal. I think she's about as abnormal as she can get, but I think people wanted her to show some emotion, and she never did.
5: Well, we'll come to order,
4: right. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you have been selected and sworn as the jury to try the case of the state of Florida versus Casey Marie Anthony. Does the state care to make an opening statement at this time? Yes,
1: Your Honor, we will.
4: You may proceed.
1: This is the case of the state of Florida versus Casey Marie Anthony. However, it is time to tell the story of a little girl named Kaylee. George Anthony specifically recalls that at 12.50 PM on June 16th of 2008, George Anthony kissed his granddaughter. Goodbye. And never saw again. His daughter PC left the residence on Hope Spring Drive with Kaylee Marie Anthony. She told her mother that she was going to spend the night with a babysitter by the name of Sam. You will learn there is no Sam. The body of Kaylee Marie Anthony had been wrapped in a Winnie the Pooh blanket and thrown into a littered swamp like she was just another piece of trash. Haley's death allowed Casey Anthony to live the good life, at least
3: for those 31 days. Everybody had convicted Casey Anthony in the court of public opinion long before she ever walked in that courtroom. And so Jose Baez and his group of attorneys had to undo that with these jurors who had all kind of heard about
7: the case. The media latched onto this case. My job was to save Casey Anthony from the death penalty if the case went south and for whatever reason, a jury came back that she was guilty of first degree murder. My job was to try to save her life. I believe we could have mitigated the death penalty.
8: How in the world can a mother wait 30 days before ever reporting her child missing? It's insane. It's bizarre. Well, the answer is actually relatively simple. She never was missing. Kaylee Anthony died on June 16, 2008, when she drowned in her family's swimming pool. As Casey came around this corner and went back, she saw George Anthony holding Kaylee in his arms. She immediately grabbed Kaylee and began to cry. Her death was covered up. This family must keep its secrets quiet. And it all began when Casey was eight years old and her father came into her room and began to touch her inappropriately. Casey has a brother. When he was a teenager, he attempted to also touch his sister. Casey was raised to lie. That will help you understand why no one knew that her child was dead.
3: We were finding out all this dysfunction in this family, all these lies, all these secrets, all this backbiting that was going on, in this family before Kaylee even went missing, that Casey was willing to at least accuse her father and her brother of molesting her so that she could get out of jail for killing the baby. That's not a normal family. That's dysfunction.
1: Is your daughter there? Yeah. Can I speak with her? Hello? Hello? Yes. Hi. Can you tell me a little bit what's going on? My daughter's been missing for the last 31 days. Who has her? Do you have have a name? Her name is Zanayla Fernandez Gonzalez. Who is that? Babysitter? She's been my nanny for about a year and a half, almost two years. Why why are you calling now? Why didn't you call 31 days ago? I've been looking for her and have gone through other resources to try to find her.
3: When you first met, Ms. Anthony, can you tell the jury how she appeared?
9: She always seemed like she was having a good time. Did you
3: ever see her distraught? No, sir. Depressed? No, sir. Scared?
9: No, sir. She was partying and having a good time.
3: Did she tell you that her daughter was missing? No. Did she ever tell you that her daughter had been kidnapped? No. That she was missing? No. No. No?
8: No, sir.
9: No, sir. Did you ever ask the defendant where Kaylee was? Yes, sir, I did. What did she tell you? She was at Disney World with the nanny. She said she was with the nanny.
4: She told me that she was spending the weekend at the beach with the nanny. Did Casey
3: Anthony ever tell you that her daughter was missing? No, sir. That she was looking
2: for No. That she needed any help?
9: Nope. No, sir. Did she
2: ever cry? No. Did she ever act scared? Nope. At any time during this night, did she ever tell
3: you that her child was missing? No, sir. Once the jury was there, I think they hated Casey Anthony. Well, you could tell. They would glare at her. They didn't like her. They would um, shake their heads when they'd see pictures of her dancing on tables and everything. Nobody knows where she is, but all we know is that mom, Casey Anthony, was out partying when she should have been looking for her daughter.
1: How come everybody's saying that you're not upset, that you're not crying, that you show no caring of where Kelly is at I'm all? I'm not sitting here, Crying every two seconds because I have to stay composed to talk to detectives. You have to tell me if you know anything about Kaylee. Wait, if wait, anything wait, happens with Kaylee Casey, I'll die. Do you understand? I'll die. If anything Hello. happens to that baby. Oh my God. Calling you guys a waste. Huge waste. Everything that's coming out of your mouth is a lie.
8: Everything. And what happened to Kaylee?
2: I don't know. Sure
8: you do. I you don't know. know. I don't
2: know. As details of the Anthony case unfolded each day, public interest intensified along with protests and anger towards Casey and even her family. On many days, tension outside the courthouse was matched by the friction inside the courtroom.
8: We're talking about cold, hard evidence. And he could get up here and lie all he wants and dance around the truth, but the truth is the truth. And and depending on who's asking the questions, whether it's this laughing guy right here or whether it's myself. Objection.
4: Approach the bench.
7: This case was the craziest case I've ever been involved in. It was like the Hatfields and the McCoys, and they were using profanity at each other just in a regular course of business. How
9: is the good faith basis relevance of that? That is not the question counsel asked, and he darn well knows it. Anything else, folks?
3: The prosecution and the defense of the Casey Anthony case couldn't stand each other. Sometimes nobody could see it but those of us in the gallery. Watching them backbite each other, watching them snip at each other, watching them roll their eyes while somebody on their own team was up there, you know, cross-examining a witness.
4: Approached the sidebar and cut the comments out. The level of tension in this one here was probably It was a 10. My major concern was one courtroom control. What is that symbol that you are projecting with your fingers? Um, Using my middle finger, and I am sorry. Okay, and and, and what does that mean, sir? The F word to someone. At this time, I will adjudge you to be guilty. I will sentence you to six days in Orange County Jail, or he will be remanded. I made it loud and clear that I was not going to tolerate anyone breaking any rules, be it the prosecution, the defense, or the public. I've never seen so many people
3: so invested in the outcome of a criminal case. Everybody had adopted Kaylee Anthony as their own, and they wanted to avenge her death in some way. They said that the person that you dropped
1: Kaylee with doesn't even exist. Because, oh, look, they can't find her in the Florida database. She's not just from Florida. They need to look up her information in the New York database, in a North Carolina database, other places that she's lived outside of Florida.
8: On Monday, June 9th, 2008, between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m., I, Casey Anthony, took my daughter, Kaylee Marie Anthony, to her nanny's apartment. Zenaida Fernandez-Gonzalez has watched her for the past year and a half to two years. However, after reaching the apartment, I realized that neither Zenaida, Kaylee, or either of her two roommates were home.
1: Did you determine whether or not an individual by the name of Zenaida Gonzalez had been the last occupant of that apartment? I researched the prior occupants of that apartment, and it was not Zenaida Gonzalez who occupied it. I think it's really simple.
6: I think that she wanted a party. I think that she had looked at different ways to knock the child out, and maybe she'd done it before successfully. That Zanny the nanny reference, you know, like Xanax for the baby. That's really the keeper of the child.
1: Everything that's coming out of your mouth is a lie. Everything. So I can look at you in one of a couple ways. I can look at you as a person who's scared, who's concerned, or we can look at you as a cold,
9: callous, and a monster who doesn't care, who's just trying to get away with something that that something bad that happened and trying to cover it up. Mm-hmm. Or we're not stupid,
5: okay? And what you're doing right now is you're you're treating us like we're stupid.
3: It would have been very hard for Casey Anthony to take the stand because Casey Anthony had lied so many times. So what would she do under cross-examination? The defense team knew that Casey couldn't take the stand.
1: Casey? Mom. Hey, sweetie. Oh, I just saw your nice little cameo on TV. You don't know what my involvement is and stuff? You're not telling me where she's at. Because I don't know where she's at. Are you kidding me? I don't want to talk to you right now. Forget it
4: the woman on the tape was someone who was completely in charge, she would be demanding, she would speak up, she would challenge them. I called and talked to my mother and it, it, it's a way.
3: They had to do something to counter all the video that we were seeing in court of her yelling at her parents and swearing at her parents. At the beginning of the trial, she was a little bit more defiant. She was outraged that she was on trial for this. And at some point, we started seeing Casey Anthony wearing blouses that came up to her neck so that, you know, with a big bow on it to look as innocent as possible. They even lowered her seat so she looked smaller than everybody else on the defense table because what they were trying to do was show this is a girl who could never kill anybody And
8: what happened to Kaylee? i don't know sure you do i you don't know something's wrong. right i'm guessing something bad happened to her some time ago and you haven't seen her she's either she's in, no, no. in a dumpster right now she's buried somewhere
9: uh i'm a meter reader with orange county and i had the route today that included the anthony's home uh, i noticed something that looked white and there was a uh, like a gray
7: bag down in there
2: As the search efforts for Kaylee Anthony stretched into five months, the news spread like wildfire that human remains had been discovered not far from the Anthony home.
9: I'm a meter reader with Orange County and I had the route today that included the Anthony's home. And there's a lot of swamp back in there. Well, back behind one of the trees down there was a gray bag and then a little bit further up than that I saw something white. And it would be on the right-hand side that I, I saw what I saw.
0: There have been uh, significant uh, skeletal remains uh, located late this afternoon. The skeletal remains are still a consistency of a small child.
2: The discovery comes a week after a child's skull was found in a nearby wooded area, blocks away from where the two-year-old lived with her mother and grandparents.
5: We have secured the Anthony house. Uh, we've also exhumed the remains and uh, that has been transported to the medical examiner's office.
9: Did you receive results from the FBI as to the identification of the remains? Yes. And did that laboratory identify the remains as that is Kaylee Marie Anthony?
6: Yes, they did. They found um, duct tape. and They actually did a graphic of the four parts of the skull and put it back together for the jury so that they could see the duct tape around the child's face.
9: Do you have an opinion as to... The manner of death in this case.
6: It is a red flag that when a child is not reported immediately to authorities, that's something we look for for foul play. Besides the delay, besides the being found in a field um, decomposed, would be the duct tape somewhere located on the lower half of this face. There is no child that should have duct tape on its face when it dies.
9: Based on the skeletal condition of the remains, can you render a medical conclusion on the cause of death?
6: What I put was homicide of undetermined means.
1: Well, someone just said that Kaylee was dead this morning, that she drowned in the pool. That's the newest story out there. Surprise, surprise.
8: There's the proof that she could easily get outside. There's the proof that she was big enough and strong enough to open the door. You can't get anything better than that. And look at how soft Cindy is holding her or touching her. She's on her own. And look at what Kaylee's doing. Kaylee's diving into that water.
3: When the defense gave their opening statement and said Kaylee Anthony was found face down in the pool, what the prosecution should have done at that point was to say, when you find your baby face down in the pool, you call the police. You call an ambulance because you don't know if she's dead or not. And if you decide then to put duct tape around her and wrap her body in a trash bag and throw it in the woods, that is aggravated child abuse. That's a 15 year charge. They wanted a first-degree charge so much that they didn't bother to explain child abuse.
8: George began to yell at her. Look what you've done! Your mother will never forgive you, and you will go to jail for child neglect for the rest of your freaking life. Why did George do this? Why didn't he call 911?
4: You started off with pointing the finger uh, at George, the, the father. You start questioning his credibility, his believability, so you would discount his particular testimony. And what they did was they created a a ball of confusion. Were you present
9: in your home when Kaylee Anthony died? No, and when I heard that today, it hurt really really bad. Because if I would have known something would have happened to Kayleigh, we wouldn't be here today. Did you dispose of the body of your granddaughter? No, I did not.
4: Mr. Baez, what would you see to determine whether someone drowned? Well, if a body's well, not found in a pool...
9: To answer the court's question, um, the court's question, I believe, was what record evidence is there that the victim drowned? The answer is none. Casey is staying with her boyfriend, Tony. And sadly, Kaylee is in all likelihood in the trunk.
0: It was an odor consistent of what I'd smelled in the past when it comes to decomposition. Uh, it's not a smell that you forget.
2: Forensic science took center stage at the Anthony trial. Over several weeks, 37 expert witnesses took the stand. But would any one of them sway the jury?
9: I am a forensic chemist examiner. Canine handler. Hair and fiber examiner. Professor of anthropology.
2: Geologist forensic examiner. Forensic toxicologist. Computer examiner.
9: Human identification laboratory.
2: In the latent print operations unit.
0: My specialty is analytical chemistry. Insect evidence.
9: Did you find any hairs that showed evidence of um, apparent decomposition.
1: Um, One of the items showed, uh, had a hair that exhibited characteristics of decomposition. I think
6: you had a death scene where Kaylee probably perished. It was the trunk of that car and that's why she'd been in the car and that's why she lied so much and that's why she waited so long and the fact that she waited so long and saying anything meant that child was so decomposed they didn't know the cause of death.
1: Have you ever had the opportunity uh, in your 30 years in the towing business to uh, come across a vehicle in which there had been a dead body? Yes, ma'am. Were you able at that juncture to make any connection?
0: It was an odor consistent of what i would smelled in the past when it comes to decomposition. Uh, it's not a smell that you forget.
9: Based on my 23 years' experience, my opinion is that it was the smell of human decomposition.
3: That trunk smelled like a dead body.
9: The trunk of my daughter's car smelled like human decomposition.
3: He was a cop. He knows what a dead body smells like.
1: something wrong. I found my daughter's car today, and it smells like there's
3: been a dead body in the damn car. Casey's mother was a nurse. She knows what a dead body smells like.
9: When someone dies, the gases that are produced from the bacterial metabolism have really no place to escape. And we began monitoring which chemicals are being produced.
7: There was one um, expert who supposedly had a detector, a, a sniff test detector. It was the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen.
9: Do you have an opinion as to whether there was a decomposing human body in the trunk of that car at some point? I do have an opinion. And what is that opinion? Uh, I can find no other
8: plausible explanation other than that. You know that your findings are not generally accepted in the scientific community, do you not?
4: Objection. Sustained. To strike. Granite.
7: He was arguing that he could somehow sniff the air in a person's car and determine that it was the result of a decomposing human body. They put this, this what I would call a junk scientist on the stand to testify. And the significance
4: of the evidence, uh, such as the, the smell of death, what that really meant, the fact that you had the canned hair in the trunk of the car. I know the defense wanted to call some of it voodoo science. I called it cutting-edge science, uh, that uh, basically had support in the
9: literature and uh, scientific background. What chemical compounds did that initial evaluation show? Uh, The large peak was identified as chloroform because the chloroform was shockingly high, unusually high.
5: thought was that perhaps uh, Casey had used chloroform just to put her to sleep, and to, so she could go out. I heard, and don't know if it's true or not, that, that that was done from time to time, and maybe in earlier years, uh, when people didn't understand how dangerous it was, uh, and that she accidentally killed her. Any
6: clues or anything that I should focus on at the house, mom's house, your house?
1: Um, outside of maybe stuff on the computer, nothing I
9: can think of on the computer
6: they late in the trial got into some of the internet searches that were done and and then they tried to attribute them to Casey Anthony she had researched chloroform
1: were you asked to perform a keyword search for chloroform yes I was
2: Um, In this case, with the chloroform keyword search hit, we were able to recover a complete uh, internet history from
1: Mozilla Firefox. All right, so the user at the time typed in how to make chloroform?
3: Yes. The prosecution said that Casey Anthony used chloroform to kill her child. But I sat there in trial the entire time, paying attention to every word. I still don't know how do you make chloroform. I have no idea. What are the ingredients? Did Casey ever buy those ingredients? Do you have any proof that she did? We never saw that. So that's a big piece of the
4: puzzle missing. In our case, there has been no evidence presented that Casey Marie
9: Anthony used duct tape for any purpose, that she used chloroform ever for any purpose, and that in any way or any capacity whatsoever, she contributed to the cause
4: of death of this child. It is forcing, guessing, and speculation. Jurors don't know anything. You're painting a picture on a canvas. Everything that you want them to see, you gotta paint it in that picture. The defense not only did that, but they did something that uh, most people really didn't notice they were doing. They were throwing out reasonable doubt in every corner that they could.
8: You know, of course, that sex with a child under the age of 12 years old is life in prison, don't you, sir? Relevance. sustain.
2: At week number four in the Casey Anthony trial, tempers flared as the defense doubled down on the strategy they had floated in opening statements. Destroy the credibility of George Anthony.
4: Ms. Burdick, you may proceed.
2: Casey's car was
1: in Orlando. Yes, ma'am. Once the car is in the garage, do you access it in some fashion? Yes, um, Casey's purse was on the front seat and that, um... Kaylee's baby doll, her favorite doll. Her favorite doll was in the um, car seat, like it was sitting where Kaylee would have sat.
3: I think Cindy Anthony was a compelling witness. There were times where she burst into tears on the stand. She was doubled over in agony as she's listening to the 911 calls. And I think that the jury, their heart went out to
4: her. When you look at the dynamics of the testimony of George and Cindy Anthony, you, you really look at the ebb and flow of of that particular trial. Can I have a break, sir? Um, a drink? Okay, let's take a uh, five minute recess. All Here you have these loving grandparents who would move heaven and earth for their granddaughter. But also you have them in the India role of being the parents of the person who's accused of murdering this child. You got Cindy faced with this proposition. Her testimony not only could lead to her daughter being found guilty of murder in the first degree, but it could also lead to the imposition of the ultimate sanction of death.
8: George Anthony. In January, late January of 2009, you attempted to commit suicide.
3: The defense didn't try to throw George Anthony under the bus.
8: Did you, sir? Yes, sir, I did.
3: The defense threw him under the bus, backed up the bus, ran over him again, backed it up again, and ran over him again.
8: So you were drinking beer and blood pressure medication? They crucified him in court. You, you have to be specific with me, sir. Give me, give me a date, and, we'll, and I'll answer. I'm giving you a date, but my
9: No, sir, you're, my you're, you're, you are listen badgering me. You're, you're trying upset. to get me upset, sir. I'm just asking you, treat me with a little bit of respect, and you'll get respect back. That's all I'm asking.
8: Mr. Anthony, would you like to answer my question now? Objection to counsel's commentary.
3: And I don't think that the jury necessarily believed what they were saying, but George started to show this this defiant side of him.
8: Mr. Anthony, do you know a woman by the name of Crystal Holloway?
9: I know her by that name and also another name.
8: Okay, did you have a romantic relationship with her? (laughs) No, sir, no. So to, to me, that's, that's, uh, that's very funny. Very funny. Yes, sir.
3: George Anthony is now a cop with a chip on his shoulder testifying, and he looked like, yeah, he probably could have done something wrong, which I think came directly from him being accused of something that he says he didn't do.
8: defense calls Crystal Holloway. Did you develop a relationship with Mr. Anthony? Yes, sir, I did. Was this an intimate relationship? Yes. Did there ever come an occasion where you had a heart-to-heart conversation with George Anthony as to what happened to his granddaughter?
7: Uh, he was sitting on my couch, and he had told me he had said it was an accident that snowballed out of control. Cross
4: examination.
9: How much money did you get from the National Enquirer for selling your story? Four
7: thousand.
9: Four thousand dollars.
8: You may be seated. All right, gentlemen. You know, of course, that sex with a child under the age of 12 years old is life in prison, don't you, sir? Relevance. Sustain. You're aware of the possible penalties of child molesting, don't you, sir? Objection. Relevance. Sustain. You, of course, would never admit to a molesting your child, would you, sir? Objection. Argumentative.
7: There was an insinuation here, I think, that perhaps George had somehow been responsible in some way for the death of uh, Kaylee and that Casey's reluctance to turn on her father had something to do with uh, the fact that he had been abusing her.
9: Sir, I would never do anything to harm my daughter in that way.
8: Only in that way.
7: Sustain. You don't talk about a fact if you know that there is not a way to prove it. And, and generally, the only way to prove something is through testimony of an individual. I don't believe that Jose uh, or Cheney intended on calling Casey as a witness. So it was unclear to me how they were going to prove up those accusations. I do
3: think that the defense did a really good job of confusing the issues. Maybe it was George Anthony, maybe it was somebody else, we don't know, maybe it was the meter reader. Were you aware of there being a reward offered for the finding of Kaylee? And by the time we were done with seven weeks worth of trial, everybody looked guilty.
5: The prosecutors set for themselves a very tough bar in seeking death. Every piece of evidence is is weighed under a microscope by the jurors. If there's any flaw or any missing link, no matter how apparently insignificant it, it may be, it's not insignificant to a, a death penalty jury. Uh,
4: I think that you'll see that despite the outcry, the notoriety, the emotions, so forth, the case is not here. State recognized the presence of the jury.
9: Do
4: you do, Your Honor. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Have you reached a verdict? Thank you.
9: Then each
3: count was being read. What went through my mind was, holy, shit, this is never going to go away. We are going to be talking about this in five years, ten years, twenty years.
2: After five weeks of testimony in the Anthony trial, the seven women and five men on the jury prepared for closing arguments. But millions of people around the world were preparing to. They remained fixated on the case and hopeful that justice for Kaylee was just around the corner.
4: Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, their attorneys now will present their final arguments. The state may proceed. Thank you, sir.
9: When you have a child, that child becomes your life. This case is about the clash between that responsibility, and the life that Casey Anthony wanted to have. She took her life, and she put her in the trunk and forgot about her. And she disposed of her body in a swamp. It is a trip down the rabbit hole into a bizarre world where men who love their granddaughters find them drowned and do nothing. This is the world that the defense invites you to occupy.
8: Casey Anthony is guilty of murder in the first degree. I have to tell you that I probably think you have more questions than you have answers. It is extremely reasonable that she could have drowned in the pool. And that's where the state fails. They must rebut each and every reasonable hypothesis of innocence. They cannot rebut this. They're hoping they throw enough against the wall and see what sticks, right down to their cause of death. One week it was chloroform, today it's duct tape. I'm not proud of the way Casey behaved. I don't think anybody here can justify her actions, but they do not constitute murder.
4: The defendant is not required to present evidence or prove anything, never forget no matter what the issue is, they have all of the burden and there is none over here. Members of the jury, I would like to thank you for your attention during the trial. Please pay attention to the instructions I'm about to give you. The judge's job is to give the standard jury instruction. It's the prosecution or the defense to request a special instruction, one, Would a special jury instruction indicating that proving how she died was not an element of the crime to be proven, I think that may have made a tremendous difference. I had already prepared that instruction, but when I got no request for that, I didn't figure it would come from the defense. I figured it would come from the state, but they never asked. They needed an instruction on how they can convict on a lesser charge.
6: Because Casey was looking at murder one, but she was also looking at basically negligent treatment of a child. Super easy to prove. But they didn't give that.
4: Members of the jury, you may retire now to begin your deliberations
6: walk
7: today. I'm
6: just
5: asking for a prediction, sir. Keep moving, please. Keep moving. Keep moving. the show here, it. moving.
4: It has been brought to my attention that the jury has reached a verdict. State?
1: The state's ready to proceed, John.
4: Defense?
8: Defense is ready.
4: Let's return the jury. It was totally quiet in the courtroom, and the jurors start coming in. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Have you reached a verdict? Yes, sir. Would you hand the verdict form to the court deputy, please? There was
3: this tension in the room. It was so quiet in that courtroom that you could hear a pin drop, except we could hear the helicopters from the local news stations circling around overhead.
4: I actually read the jury verdict twice to make sure Uh, that my eyes were not playing tricks on me. Would a defendant rise along with counsel? Madam Clerk, you may publish the verdicts.
2: As to the charge of first-degree murder, verdict as to count one, we the jury find the defendant not guilty.
4: So when they
3: said not guilty, I could hear 25 floors below the crowd Outside, I could hear them gasp. <laughs> I mean, they just let a baby killer, an obvious baby killer out of jail. A just out of this just as we Justice, Justice for Justice for
2: As to the charge of aggravated child abuse, verdict is to count two. Be the jury find the defendant not guilty. As to the charge of aggravated manslaughter of a child, verdict is to count three. We the jury find the defendant not guilty.
3: Then each count was being read and she's being found not guilty and not guilty. What went through my mind was, holy this is never gonna go away. We are gonna be talking about this in five years, 10 years, 20 years. As
2: to count four, we the jury find the defendant guilty of providing false information to a law enforcement officer as charged in the indictment. I'm
3: watching Casey, she's standing there. She's sort of breathing heavily. And as each verdict is being read, I can see her shoulders are getting a little less tense. I can see that Jose's shoulders are getting a little less tense. And I can see the prosecution getting more and more tense and more and more angry. And the cops who investigated the case were sitting two rows behind me. And one of them walked out and said to the other, that was some right there because they were furious.
4: Appeal! 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 One of the jurors indicated that the reason she found uh, the defendant not guilty was because the state could not prove how the child died. I thought it was a
6: travesty. I felt like the prosecution hadn't adequately explained circumstantial evidence, because this was a circumstantial evidence case.
5: I wasn't surprised. I was surprised at the total acquittal. I think as prosecutors, should have put everyone on alert. Be very careful before you recommend uh, prosecution on a death penalty.
7: Had they charged Casey Anthony with manslaughter or second-degree murder? Ultimately, the case may have resolved in another manner.
6: I think She beat the system. Casey Anthony beat the system. She sat there trying to look like, you know, a, a choir girl the whole time and rain her hands and everything else. She lied to everybody. People hated her. People still hate her.
4: There's not but uh, two people that know what happened. One is dead. That's Kaylee. And uh, the other person is Casey. Maybe one day, and for the sake of that child, she will answer that question, what really happened?
3: If I could ask Casey Anthony a question, I wouldn't ask her what happened to Kaylee. I'm not gonna get the truth from her. I would ask her, how do you sleep? How do you sleep each night? What haunts you, Casey? What did you do?
2: The public outrage over Casey Anthony's verdict prompted the Florida legislature to pass Kaylee's Law in 2012. That makes it a felony for a parent or a legal guardian to fail to report a missing child. Several other states have passed versions of Kaylee's Law inspired by that little toddler from Osceola County. I'm Ashley Banfield. Thanks for joining us.
0: There you have it, one of Central Florida's most highly publicized trials. If you want to see the full Florida versus Casey Anthony trial, you can watch it on demand on the Court TV website. Just check the show notes for the link. And be sure to tune in to my show, Closing Arguments, weeknights at 8 p.m. Eastern, where we look into the biggest legal stories from across the country. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for downloading. And as always, please don't forget to hug the kids.